This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Delmore of Affordable Solutions 601. Mr. Jeff Simmons from Houseworks is out this week, and Andrew Hitchcock is in from Fondren Small Engine Repair. How are you doing, man? Hey, all right. Thanks for having me on again. Good. Well, on today's program, we're adding our guy Andrew here, and we're talking a lot about those things like lawnmowers, other small engines. I am uh, I'm the guy with the chainsaws, uh, also the weed eaters, chainsaw killer. Those things. That's right. I'm the chainsaw killer. You remember that? Okay. Uh, lawn care, obviously a must do during Mississippi summer, and nothing is more disappointing than getting back there and pulling that string and nothing happening. Frustrating, awful. Plus, you've already started sweating. You may as well go ahead and mow, right? So yeah. if the lawnmower doesn't work, you're just sweating for no good reason. Ooh, it's, that's terrible. It's not even worth it. Join the conversation with us this morning by calling eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Or send an email to fixit one hundred one at mpbonline dot org. You know, I can already see it. We've already passed the initial week. Mm-hmm. But you're still seeing a couple here and there. The initial week, what I mean, and Andrew knows what I'm talking about. The initial week during spring, when you go through your yard, your neighborhood, and everybody's got at least a lawnmower or two out front ready to be thrown away because mm-hmm. they've gotten frustrated already. Yes, and they're going to buy a new one. So that's a yeah. That's why Andrew's here today. We that's my favorite time of the year. Yeah, I bet it is. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, March. Um, <laughs> So anyway, uh, we, uh, we're going to be talking lawnmowers and small engine repair today. Uh, we've got a couple of good questions coming and some folks on, uh, on the line already. But first, I want to see, Dell. what did you get done this week? Well, I had a challenge. Um, a challenge? Yeah, the yard. You know, when you work and then you got to come home and cut the yard, sometimes it's not always fun. Right. But um, yeah, sometimes I, yard work is not always fun. It's yes, not, but I've gotten it down to the science. My yard can be cut in one hour flat. That's front and back, uh-huh. and and trimmed and blowed and everything. But sometimes I just don't want to do that that hour, and I let it lap over, and then right. it gets up, and it, it you know it just takes a little time. But um, I managed to keep the yard up. But that's that's my duty to keep everything looking good around mm-hmm. there. After we had the staycation, I had to put everything back away and, and freshen up a little bit. Okay. Well, the thing, I, I could tell you this, at, at my place, uh, and this so played into this week, Andrew, I can't believe you're going to be here this week, but I go outside and start my generator once a month. It's mm-hmm. something I learned forever ago. I just I just do it, you know. I went out this month and tried to start my generator. It didn't start. I was so angry because I'm so good about taking care of this thing. Anyway, we'll get to that later in the Did show. You leave the gas in it. Don't even talk to me. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, Bill is on the line in Olive Branch. What's going on, Bill? Well, I'm trying to wake up first thing, but uh, second thing, uh, I'm going to get all you guys mad at me right now because I'm going to tell you a little secret. Uh-oh. You can take you. Oh, yeah. That's uh oh. Uh, the deal is, if you really want to have easy starting on your lawnmower, your weed eater, your chainsaw, your generator, mm-hmm. all those little two-cycle engines. Yes, sir. Uh, best thing you can do, and I've proven this by uh, trial and error, best thing that you can do is do not buy uh, uh, 
uh, ethanol gas. Buy the gas that doesn't have ethanol in it. Right. And the reason why is because the ethanol puts a uh, varnish all over all the parts of your of the inside of the engine, mm-hmm. carburetor and all that stuff. And I went for about five or six, six years. Well, no, I went longer than that. But uh, I uh, I was taking the, the uh, lawnmowers and everything to the shop uh-huh. every year. Well, somebody told me about that, and for about five years, I haven't had to do that. Now, you're going to have to, like, we're going to have to erase this, scrub this portion of the show so no one else hears it, because Andrew would be out of a job if everybody figured out to use non-ethanol gas. Yeah. Now, uh, Bill, thank you very much. We appreciate that. You're absolutely right. And, yes. and you know, it's terrible. They, they actually have little labels on all those kind of engines that say... Do not use, you know, E10 or E15 or any of this other stuff. That usually rubs off right away. Right. It does. (laughs) It does. But you know what? I think they need a sign at the gas station. Okay. A little little square sign that says, if you are filling up for a, a lawnmower or a weed eater, Please do not put this gas in in there, or, or, or use this nozzle or yes. something. Mm. Because just I don't, give us a blue nozzle. I don't think people know when they go to the gas station and fill up their little two gallon can, you mm. know, that they're supposed to get the non ethanol, which is different than no, it's not eighty seven, eighty nine, or ninety one, or whatever. Mm. It's not. It's neither one of those. It's something completely different. Yeah. I so, get a lot of people confused about that. Oh, I'm putting premium in. Why is this? And I'm like, dude, no, no you're eating it up. <laughs> premium with ethanol, yeah. Right. The the deal is, is that, and and you have to kind of search sometimes and look for, you know, the words on the side of the building. Sometimes they <laughs> advertise it, but you have to find a service station or a gas seller that sells non-ethanol gas, and it will come from usually a separate pump, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason for that is they put in they put ethanol into modern unleaded gasoline or yeah unleaded gasoline and um, it doesn't do any help to your little engine when i have bought that lesson too i've you know you bought that uh, lesson yes, every uh, <laughs> i found out um i could kill them within three months if i um use that type of gas well that's why so many people buy one season weed eaters and things yeah, i was that guy yeah and i think mm-hmm. i found it out now that Mixing it correctly and, and, and draining them in the fall, I may get uh, more than one year out of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm going to see. This is the first time. There we go. All right. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Let's go to Hobie and Brandon. What's going on? Uh, good morning. morning. Well, I have, I have a, a, a push lawnmower that I prefer to use since I like to inspect the yard as I walk around. Yes, sir. Uh, and I'm curious about, uh, actually, I have this question and a couple of other things that have come up while I've been sitting here listening to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so lubrication. Uh, more than a couple of decades ago when uh, when I first started messing around with engines of all sorts, uh, we would put 30-weight uh, motor oil into the uh, engine of the lawnmower. Well, these days... Modern vehicles, uh, which also used to use a similar kind of oil that many years ago, are now running zero dash twenty or mm-hmm. zero dash whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm just wondering if the engines, if the oil is so much better now that uh, 
we do not need to be putting 30-weight oil into our lawnmower engines or whether we should continue that particular practice, whether we can use the modern whatever is zero or five-weight, mm-hmm. 20 or whatever motor oil would suffice in, 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 a, in a lawnmower. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I would not put the thin stuff in there. I mean, the manufacturers specifically call for 30-weight, sometimes you know, 10, 10 30 uh, are just 30-weight. Um, the, the, these cars that you're referring to that are using these thin oils, they're mostly, uh, from what I've seen, they're Japanese cars with high performance engines. They got really tight tolerances. They're running high compression ratios and small engines are very simple and they still require the 30 weight. So I would not put thinned out oil and I think you run a risk of damaging them if you did. So. Okay. Uh, well, all right. Second, uh, the first question that popped into my head at while I was waiting was, um, I, I use a mulching blade, and uh, I'm just curious as to when I go and to replace the blade, buy one off the shelf, is that blade as sharp as it needs to be at that point, or do I need to sharpen it uh, when I install it? Generally, the, the, the blades that I've purchased, um, all of them have been sharp enough to run as is uh they've got they they come pre-sharpened and then they have this really thick black paint on them to protect the blade and keep it from rusting uh that paint will chip off during the first mow usually and you'll have your nice shiny blade underneath there so that's that's plenty sharp yeah i never knew that Mm -hmm. i've bought those blades again and again and again and (laughs) and sharpened them every time thinking that the thinking that the paint over the blade meant that the blade was dull uh, yeah. No, I mean, it'll, 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 it'll wear yeah. off. It'll wear off pretty quickly. Now I feel dumb. No, don't, don't feel dumb. I yeah, mean, you didn't make it worse. It's just, they, they come plenty <laughs> sharp. You just maybe wasted some time. All right. All right. Thanks, Elby. We appreciate then, it. Your lawnmower blade, you don't want it like a kitchen knife. It's got a, a bevel edge mm. on it, kind of. A, yeah, it's got to be tougher. Um, sharpness, yeah. not just yeah, the, sword sharp. Yeah, the bevel determines whether it's going to be a mulching blade or, or not also, so you don't want to change that bevel on there. Oops. Mm-hmm. All right. Learn something every day, huh? All right, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. It's time for us to take our first break of the hour. Today, we're taking your home improvement questions and talking lawnmower maintenance with Andrew Hitchcock from Small Finder and Small Engine Repair. If you have a mower question or other small engine questions, join the show and give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. When is it worth to repair? Let's talk about that when we come back. You can send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. Get your MPB car tag anytime. It doesn't even have to be up for renewal. Simply go to your county office to sign up. When you get an MPB car tag, a portion of the fee helps MPB continue to educate, inform, and entertain Mississippians. For details, visit mpbonline.org slash car tag. We'll see you on the road.
Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Delmore of Affordable Solutions 601. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks is out this week, but Andrew Hitchcock is here from Fondren, Fondren, Fondren Small Engine Repair. Join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fix it 101 at mpbonline.org. Okay, Andrew, I was talking about this weekend for the first time. Uh, I mentioned this earlier to Dell. I bought this uh, this generator years ago from a another small engine repair mechanic, a fantastic buy. Mm-hmm. It was much cheaper than going to the store and getting a new one, and I was assured by this professional that it worked. And it has for many years. I think six years this has worked. Oh, you've um, got some money. And I go out every month and and go ahead and crank it a little bit and let it run. To I've, I've always been told about the Katrina uh, compressors. The Katrina, uh, uh, all these folks went out and bought all these energy creators during Katrina. And they they let them work back in 2005. Mm-hmm. And then they sat on them for the mm-hmm. next several years. They went to crank them again. And sometimes they would crank. But the actual, the, the thing that creates the energy in the engine that you, that turns into what you can plug into, it didn't work anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, oh, they they no. would dry up and rust inside and, mm-hmm. you know, things. Would, so anyway, that's what I'm trying to, but now the thing won't crank. And I think I've got, you have mentioned in the past, carburetor. Mm-hmm. Issues. Carburetor gunk. I think I may have used some not good gas ones. Yeah. So you ran it a month ago. Yes. You said okay. Mm-hmm. Now it won't start. I mean, I would try some starter fluid just to make sure that that's your problem. So okay. spray some in the air cleaner. Uh-huh. Give it a crank. If it cranks up, then you know you've got a fuel delivery problem, and then we can start, you know, going from there. But it could be just maybe a little water in your fuel. Oh, okay. Uh, are you using non-ethanol gas? I am now. Okay. Is that what's in there right now? <laughs> that, no. Well, there there was one tank last year. I realized that was non-ethanol. Uh-huh. Non-ethanol. That was ethanol. Gas, yeah. regular gas. You should be okay then. Um, I'd probably go with gunk in the carburetor, but we need to. Okay, you need to pull the bowl and, and check. But generators, depending on the size, usually have a couple of jets. And if you've got mm-hmm. like an old guitar string or like a twisty tie from a bra- bag of bread, you could mm-hmm. use that to clean out the jets without actually having to remove them. If you wanted to do like a quick and easy fix. So, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Well, let's keep moving. Kay is on the line, and uh, you've got a comment about those two-stroke engines. What's going on, Kay? Hi. Um, I don't have a problem. I have a suggestion. Yes. I'm having a lot of problems with my two-stroke engines, and I discovered at the uh, auto parts store there is a gas-oil mixture for two-stroke engines, uh-huh. 50 to 1, and it comes in a red and yellow can, mm-hmm. and it's marvelous because it's got... 92.3 ethanol, I think, and it's uh, not, you know, non-ethanol gas, and it's already mixed with the oil, so you don't have any screw-ups mixing oil and gas. Thank you, Kay. You know, we talked about this last time Andrew was on the show. They now sell these these cans of, of mixed gas, and although it is 
exponentially expensive. Yeah. <laughs> um, it is the proper mixture. It is the proper mixture. What, about so $9 dollars a gallon? Or it's it, ridiculously expensive. Well, well yeah. what it is, it, it is a can of but gas that's about, well, I guess it's almost, what, half a gallon, something like that? Yeah, it's about a half a gallon. Yeah, about half about a gallon. $10 for a half a yeah. gallon or and, something. And uh, <laughs> I found it actually the other day for about five bucks. What about and this was half gallon. <laughs> it was at one of the big box stores. Uh-huh. It was a red can, and it was 50 to one. Which is the stuff that you would put into a, uh, a weed eater, which mm-hmm. is what yeah. I was going to use it for. Weed or chainsaws. Right, chainsaws, yeah. Something like that. So uh, I did try it to try it out. It works great. It, it doesn't does. work any better than than the mixture if you were to buy mm-hmm. the mixture. However, man, is it convenient. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're selling it for. Mm-hmm. But, Kay, yes. you're absolutely right. You don't have to worry about mixing anything. You don't have to have two containers you don't need anything but a uh, a decent funnel. Mm-hmm. So, and it is non-ethanol, too, which is difficult for some people to find. Right. So, so if you can't find non-ethanol gas, here's the stuff already ready. You can't mess up your mower with this stuff. So there you go. Thank you, Kay. Let's keep on moving. Uh, Ed is on the line. And Jackson, he wanna uh, got a question about a pressure washer. What's going on, Ed? Okay. I have a Troy pressure washer. And... Uh, it starts up real well, runs fine, and uh, I run it until it's uh, maybe 45 minutes mm-hmm. until it gets operating temperature. If I shut it off, it won't start. Once it gets to operating temperature, so once it gets warm, it will no longer start. Yeah, it won't. It, it, it'll keep running. It'll even run until it runs out of gas, but it won't start again. Mm-hmm. Not right then. Yeah, what what you're describing is a pretty common issue. So what what your problem is is you've got an ignition problem, and it's it's could be in the spark plug, but it's almost never the spark plug. It's the ignition coil. Your ignition coil is what is uh, is part of the ignition ignition system. Your flywheel turns and it sends a spark through the ignition coil to your spark plug. And when those ignition ignition coils start to go bad. That spark that they send is either weak or it's skipping, like you're only getting every other spark. And those problems you see only occur when the coils get up to operating temperature. So that's why when it's cold, it will start fine, and then when it warms up, you can't start it. Now, the reason it'll keep running is because you've got the... You've got the momentum of the engine turning. So as long as you keep the engine running, even if the spark is weaker, it's missing a spark every once in a while, it'll it'll still run. So what you'll need to do is replace your ignition system. Replace the coil. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're, uh, as far as cost, if you buy parts from the manufacturer, they're going to be more expensive, but... You can, if you can find the part number, you could order one off of eBay or Amazon from China, and you can usually get a coil for under twenty bucks. Um, installing them's not too difficult if you've got the right tools either. So I replaced one this morning, as a matter of fact. Okay, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Good luck. It's as easy as that, folks. Just give us a call, 877-MPV-RING. It's 877-672-7464. I'm laughing because it's almost never that easy. Oh, that's the answer? Okay, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, so 877-MPB-RING. Let's go to Ray in Fort Worth. Wait a minute. Is that right? Fort Worth? Yep. Which yes, Fort Worth? Is. Fort Worth, Texas. Okay, Ray, go. <laughs> yeah, I've got a question. I've got two lawnmowers. Both of them have the Briggs & Stratton, same uh, motor on them. One of them has the primer ball, and one of them doesn't. And the one that doesn't, depending on the weather, it's kind of a pain to start. 
Is there a reason why it doesn't have a primer ball and without it, what do you do? Um, they they got well. The reason it doesn't have a primer bowl because on that model they figured out a way to when you when you start the engine the the vacuum of the engine pulls fuel out of the carburetor and that's kind of that's how it it's like a self priming system. Um, the reason you're having trouble starting it is because that jet that the fuel's getting pulled through is probably partially clogged up. So you're not getting enough fuel through that jet. So uh, they, they're they great engines. I know exactly which one you're talking about, uh, but you probably need to get that jet cleaned out. Otherwise, you could always just use some starter fluid when it's uh, when it's been sitting for a while, and that'll probably solve your problem until it gets so bad you can't do that anymore. Uh, and, and now I realize it's because of all the ethanol gas I'm running through. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I tell you what you could do, uh, because you actually, in luck, because uh, if, as long as a mower still runs, you could start adding fuel treatment to it, um, which will kind of clean it out as you're running it. So I would I would suggest maybe like some seafoam. You can get it at an auto parts store or even right. Walmart or something. A couple okay. of capfuls in each fuel tank, and it'll it'll likely clean that out and take care of that for you. It's certainly not going to make it any worse. It's worth a shot if, if I were in your shoes. Okay, perfect. Mm-hmm. Thanks. All right. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks, Ray. Appreciate it. I've started noticing that you can pick up the seafoam stuff at your uh, shell station. Mm-hmm. I've, I've seen that yeah, recently. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can pick it up there now, mm-hmm. So, which is good because the stuff is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, what okay. about the fuel stabilizers? Would that... Kind that's a whole different thing. That's just uh, to keep the fuel from going bad. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. You lose octane the longer it sits, and that's to stabilize it, keep the compounds from separating, all that stuff. Okay. But that's a different thing. Well, let me ask. Okay. So let's say last season I went out and bought the sixty-four dollar uh, no-name brand <laughs> version weed eater. Mm-hmm. Trash. And, and it did great. It did great. It worked all season long. I, I, I cursed it putting string in it all year, and it, it's done, right? Mm-hmm. So I bring it out this year, and I can't get it started. Okay. Um, first of all, is this something that I need to start uh, looking to repair, or is it time to look to get a different one? If you cannot repair it yourself, then no, because to, <laughs> to repair uh, well, it's usually the carburetor, right? Ninety-five percent of the time, when it ran low, well, it ran. I ran it four months ago, and I put it up, and now it won't start. You know, right. that's the carburetor. It's the ethanol. Uh, so if you can't fix it yourself, uh-huh. it's going to cost you at least that much to get somebody else to fix it. So why would you spend fifty or sixty dollars on a weed eater that only costs you seventy dollars in the first place? Yeah. So uh, you know you can. There's two there are two thought processes. You can keep buying the cheap one, mm-hmm. and when it dies, you buy another cheap one, and just that's that's that that's what that, you're that guy, <laughs> right? And there's nothing guy. wrong with that. Uh, or you can buy something more expensive, and when it breaks, it's worth fixing, but you're going to pay more to get it fixed. So, uh, right. I like to I like to push people towards like a middle ground. I like the Echo line. Uh, it's not as good as a Still. I think they're better than Husqvarna, uh-huh. and they're they're astronomically better than. Those, Troy. Oh, they're yeah, Troy build are even worse, like a Ryobi or something. So um I would, like Yeah, gosh. <laughs> uh I like the SRM two twenty five. They're about two hundred dollars online, <gasps> maybe like two twenty five. That, that's a that that's should a have great... a music theme behind it when you say it. That sounded <laughs> awesome. What was <laughs> SR what? SRM two twenty five, it's a it's an echo. 
Uh, you can get it at Home Depot. Okay. They're great. So these are like the Ferraris of... Uh... Yeah. No, I, would, <laughs> no, okay. I would say they're like uh, a Toyota Avalon. Okay. Yeah. Sturdy, strong, and luxurious. Yeah, but they're not like a Ferrari. The right, Ferrari yeah, yeah. would be like the still, you know, yeah, okay. top there of the line. Go. But they're, they're good, reliable machines that are worth fixing when right. they break. Before we take our break here, let's uh, let's talk to Jerome real quick in Corinth. What's going on, Jerome? Hey, how you doing? Good. So what's going on? Yeah, I was uh, coming in on the uh, ethanol gas and mm-hmm. the armor stuff like that. Yes, sir. I, I haven't had one running for a while. Matter of fact, all my lawnmowers, I put uh, the 87 minutes. Uh-huh. And what I do is... I add a little oil to the gas. You add oil to the gas? Yeah. I don't know what kills the ethanol or not, but none of mine have gummed up or messed up. Interesting. Interesting. Is that synthetic oil? Or? Jerome, I'm going to have to no. tell you, that is, I'm really happy that that's working for you. I'm not going to have to recommend that, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The oil is not going to change the, comp- the, the chemical composition of the gas to where it won't uh, attract water vapor. Uh, and as a matter of fact, uh, I've seen people put oil in their mower accidentally, Usually or it mixes smokes. with the gas. Yeah, it will smoke. There's a lot of there's a lot of dangers in doing that. But uh, besides just completely not running, by running oil, you're burning oil, and when you burn oil, you're going to get carbon deposits in your cylinder. That's soot and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 as hard as a rock, and so it, it'll foul up your spark plug faster. Uh, it will lubricate. But it will foul up your spark plug faster. And when those little pieces build up so much, they'll break off. And when they break off, they it's like throwing sand inside of your cylinder while the engine's running. And it'll scratch up. It'll mess your, your cylinder up, your rings up. You'll start burning more oil. And it just gets worse and worse and worse. All right, so Jerome, be careful doing that. I'm okay. really happy that that's working for you. We're probably yeah, not going to recommend I, I it. Started, I started yeah. as a lubricant. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. That's why I started as a lubricant. But yeah. And then... Uh, what it is, I have ribbed up the lawnmower and uh, disconnected the gas line, ribbed uh-huh. up the lawnmower, and pulled just a little water, just burning carbon off the, off the valve. Huh. Yeah, water. I've seen that to where you, you you spray some water into the air cleaner while it's running. Is that what you're saying? Right. Yeah. You know? Now, that does work. That does work. Mm-hmm. Man. Okay. Yeah. That's very confusing. Mm-hmm. All right, Jerome, we appreciate it. Mm-hmm couple lucky breaks there right yeah uh, we also don't uh encourage folks to pour water into their lawnmowers yeah that's yeah. yeah be careful <laughs> all right you know what? we're going to take another break real quick <laughs> we got some more callers on the line if you want to join today's show give us a call at 877 mpb ring that's 877-672-7464 or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll continue our discussion after the break. Listeners, what problem are you having with your lawnmowers or weed eaters or chainsaws? Give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Delmore from Affordable Solution 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks, who's out this week. Our guest is Andrew Hitchcock from Fondren Small Engine Repair, which I said properly this time. And if you missed any of today's program, you can always subscribe to the podcast using any podcast app or the MPB Public Media app. Also, if you want to join the conversation, give us a call at 877 877- 
MPB ring. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. You know, uh, before we go to the calls, I just want to mention one thing. We talked about if you had that not-so-good weed eater that you replaced every year. Uh, let me ask you this. How do you know when it's worth it? And what I mean by that, let's say I've got a weed eater that was 100 bucks, and I think it can be repaired, and I really liked it. It worked well. Is that worth repairing? Mm-hmm. What I like to tell people, and this is with any piece of equipment, and this is just my thought process, so it could be completely different than what somebody else would say. Mm-hmm. But I tell people, okay, say this a piece of equipment worked perfectly, and you walked into a pawn shop, and mm-hmm. it was sitting there. How much would they charge you for it? And so somebody brings me a mower, and they say, I say, okay, I, I think I can get this running for you. You've got all this stuff wrong. I think it's going to cost you about 100 bucks." Mm-hmm. And they say, okay, well, I'll, I'll spend $150 on it. And I'm like, wait, this mower's 15 years old? Like, how much would this mower be worth at a pawn shop? Maybe 100 125 So if you spend $150, you've just thrown 50 to 100 excuse me, 25 to $50 just right out, right out. Right. So... I tell people to not go over uh, – I, I, what I tell people is don't spend more than half the price of what it is worth. Okay. I don't know. That's just what I say. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's, uh, hey, thanks for the opinion. Yes. We can, we can use it. Yeah. All right. Let's go ahead and go to the phone. Bob is on the line, and Jackson has got a mower issue. What's up, Bob? Morning. Uh, got a mower. It's about five years old. Uh, it's always started pretty much on the first crank up until this year. Mm. Wouldn't start at all. So I pulled the carburetor, cleaned it with uh, some gunk, nothing. Gum out? And gum, yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Spray, uh, spray carburetor cleaner, mm-hmm. cleaned it out as best I could, reassembled it, put it together. It started, and uh, to use the technical terminology, it goes, yeah, what kind of engine is it, a Honda or a Briggs and Stratton? Briggs and Stratton. Okay. Once it warms up, it'll it'll run. Yeah. Until then, it's it's. Yeah. Give us the sound again. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> That's called surging. Surging is what you're describing. Um, uh, isn't that what I said? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's exactly, exactly what you said. Yeah, yeah. yeah my bad. Um, okay. I think I think you probably have a partially clogged starting jet. Um, so I would I would probably take the carburetor apart, again. clean it out again. Um, Briggs, do, do you remember if the bowl was metal or plastic? Metal. Metal. Okay. So that model has a brass jet in the bottom of it. Uh, I would get a, like a, an E string on a guitar because it's, you know, the E strings wound with a a smaller piece of wire, uh, which acts as, it's kind of acts as an abrasive. So you can run that through the jet and that'll clean it really good. And then there's, uh, another couple little jets that you can't take out on that model. Um, just run the guitar string through there spray it out again probably wouldn't be a bad idea to check your spark plug out too you ever really just confuse somebody at the music store locally by (laughs) telling them to go get a guitar string for their lawnmower uh yeah i'm I'm sure that's happened i went to the i went to the uh guitar string to uh, put in a machine that slices cookie dough oh Oh, yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. really funny yeah all right bob i appreciate it two of them all right thank you sir we appreciate it thanks all right, let's go to uh, Robert and Florence waiting patiently. What's going on, Robert? Well, I got a weed eater. Uh, 
It runs fine. Are you there? Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. It, it, it'll crank and run, but in this last time I used it, it wouldn't reach full power. Um, uh, and it's, it's running slow. It won't, won't, won't run fast enough actually to work good. Mm-hmm. Well, what you're describing is, is it's bogging down when you're trying to give it full power. So it's got a fuel delivery problem. It's not getting the amount of fuel that it requires to reach the RPM that you need to cut. So uh, it could be something simple uh, like a clogged fuel filter. Uh, a lot of the times the fuel lines on those weed eaters will start to rot and you'll get a small leak. So you could have a just not enough fuel coming through the fuel line to the carburetor. Especially if you use... Uh the wrong gas. Right, right. <laughs> is there a choke uh, on this? Do I? Is there a choke on this at yes, all? Yes, sir. It's got a choke on it. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, can, I can flip the choke and it'll speed up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're definitely starving for fuel. So do check those things I just said. But honestly, what is more likely the case is you've got a partially clogged uh, jet in the carburetor. So depending on the model, you may just be able to buy a new carburetor. That'd probably be what I would do if I were in your shoes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. But check it. those other things first. Check the fuel filter. You know, spray it from the inside out with some carburetor right. clear and check your lines for leaks. Okay. Thank All you, right. sir. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Okay. All right. Let's keep on moving, folks. Uh, by the way, the number to call if you want to get your question answered is 877 877- MPB ring. That's 877-672-7464. Let's go to Chad and Jackson's got a weed eater issue. What's up, Chad? Hey, I just had a comment in regards to, uh, you know, me used to being the guy that season to season going out and replacing the weed eater. The disposable <laughs> weed eaters, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, every time you go out, you're going to be spending $100 anyways every season. Right. Uh, and ended up getting tired of that. And what I ended up doing was going with a... Uh, steel weed eater that was not the home edition brand line that still has but the entry level commercial mm-hmm. now i think i paid just shy of four hundred dollars for it yeah mm-hmm. but it also comes with a five-year warranty as long as you use the synthetic oil within the gas uh, which was great um, but i've had that weed eater now for i think about eight seasons wow. and you know honestly without even having to do very much to it uh, it, it's just been a great investment, mm-hmm. you know, and I think it comes down to about 50 bucks a year. Yeah. But if I was to suggest anybody, you know, versus them going out dropping a hundred plus dollars a year on an entry on a cheap weed eater, right? Commit, make the investment into like a entry level steel, and it's well worth the money. Mm-hmm. Wow, I'm, I'm totally there with you, man. That's yes. the, all my equipment that I bought is the professional steel. But you got to think though, a lot of people can't go out and buy an $800 blower or, you know, right. a $400 saying, trimmer. But you're saying a, an Echo is a good, like, consumer alternative? Yeah, I, I think so. And I love still, I, like I said, that's what I buy. Uh, but the problem with still is when it does break, you can't get parts for it online. You can, but you can't get still you go parts. You've got to go to a still store. So oh, yeah. you, to buy parts, you're going to have to fix them yourself. Hmm. And if you want somebody to fix it it's going to have to be a dealer so that that can be a pain but like you said you're getting a warranty so as long as you're in that warranty you're fine um but i like the echoes because they're you know they're they're cheaper and when parts break you can buy new ones but again i personally buy still so i mean 
I think it's that's, a good idea, that. Chad. That's what I buy. That's the number one brand. It is. Yeah. It is. You know what? I can tell you this. It might avoid some of the year-to-year frustration. I'll give you yeah, that. Yeah, totally. And something I, else to consider is buying electric. They're getting so good now and so cheap. They are. Uh, All right. Uh, thanks, Chad. We appreciate it. Let's go to uh, Greg and Brandon. He's uh, got a comment about buying local. Stay out of those big boxes, right, Greg? <laughs> good morning. Yeah, I, I I do like to buy local. I, I have my little local stores here in Brandon that I do. They know me when I come in. Right. And and they uh, service what they sell. Uh, you go to a big box store and you okay. ship it to mm-hmm. someone else. Mm-hmm. And, and and it may be the same. They may be doing the warranty work at the local store, but they're going to give me preference because I bought from them. Mm-hmm. Not from oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Working, working with uh, locals is always going to give you a better service mm-hmm. level. Yes. Yeah. I, and I... I do also do the ethanol-free gas, and when I put my gas in there, I put um, stabilizer in there just to help keep the gas fresh uh, uh-huh. as well. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Well, Greg, that is a fantastic point, and, you know, the, the local places. As a matter of fact, when you when you go around, if you uh, – uh, Andrew was mentioning the local still dealer. It's funny when you see the local still sign where those are. Sometimes you find them on co-ops. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you find them, at, you know, I mean, in other words, it's not it's not the big boxes where you find the guys that really work on the the good stuff, mm-hmm. it, you know. So it's these smaller dealers, you know, in the in the side streets. Mm-hmm. We appreciate that. All right, let's uh keep moving to Flint in nah, Transylvania, Louisiana. Come on, <laughs> Good morning. How you doing, Flint? What's going on? Well, it ain't 96 today. It was the day before yesterday over here. I had a friend up the road there asked me to come here and cut this tree down. Or the tree limb, not the tree. We'd cut it all down and get it out of the way. But wound up, I used these big old steel saw, and I got one of those uh, 661s. Yeah, I've got a 660 myself. Yeah, so I've generally run 36 inch. I had 24 on this saw. But I've had to, it's got a compression release on it, and I've go to Wyoming. I miss being up there right now at the horse clinic, north of Cheyenne. But wound up. I was going up there every year, except this uh, this year. But I ended up cranking it. Got the compression relief. It fired up, you know, right off. And used other little slow 26. Let this other boy, he could have climbed up the ladder, cut the tree limb. It's dangerous anyhow. He's tougher than me. But I ended up, we got it going to ground. I went ahead to use a saw, and it started to crank it the second time. Mm-hmm. Well, it didn't go ahead and fire up and run, you know. Well, I, I, I've learned this trick through the years. I carry me a little piece of little stuff. I cord you about long as about about foot long, long and you not quite large as your finger, little finger. Mm-hmm. And you wrap that around that throttle and the trigger and you pull it up on full wide full throttle, but you tie that string around it, tighten it up your couple of half inches. And when you go ahead and pull that crank rope the next time, it'll crank. What it does is it's either flooding itself and that clears it out. It mm-hmm. won't fall in smoke, but all you're doing is it's flooding it better being hot. And I've done that several times and even to the other dealers I've shown them the same little trick. If you get someone either to hold the throttle open, you send it on the ground, put your foot on that on that foot on the hand guard, mm-hmm. before you can hold it. That's a lot of compression you're pulling up. Oh yeah, gosh, man, yeah. Flint, that <laughs> is amazing. By the way, this is the best conversation I've had in weeks. I just, it, Flint, that is absolutely incredible. I appreciate that. Yeah, the uh, just be careful what you're doing because if you don't have the bar, like the excuse me, the the lock on, my mind's drawing a blank. You're gonna have a runaway saw on you because you've got a piece of string holding the throttle in the open position. So make sure your 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 bar lock is on. 
when you do that. I mean, my second pair of them chainsaw pants, I got my hard head. I didn't take that stuff out of my truck today. Got a load of firewood out there on my trailer right now. Uh-huh. But it, it's, it's, a, it's a straight train of key, and when them chainsaws are... It'll oh, take you a little while to die. Oh, yeah, man. That's <laughs> not the way I want to go. Flint, thank you very much for that call. <laughs> that is fantastic. Um, you know what? Let's take a little quick break here. You guys ever watch King of the Hill? Yeah. Anyway. All right. Uh, time for our last break of the hour. You still have time to get your home improvement questions answered this morning. So call us with your questions, comments. Just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING, 877-672-7464, or email fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601. Jeff Simmons from Houseworks uh, is out today, but our guest is Andrew Hitchcock from Findren Small Engine Repair. And, uh, boy, it takes all kinds. What a great morning this morning. Let's go ahead and, uh, oh, 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 I did want to ask a question someone brought up during the break. Tell me, Andrew, what you think of the new battery-powered stuff on the market. Well, that, that's, that's what I was talking about just, just briefly a, a few minutes ago. Uh, Ten years ago, I would have laughed. Uh, <laughs> about but, the battery-powered yeah, weed yeah, eaters. Yeah, because they and, are just pathetic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You got lithium ion batteries now. They're getting more powerful. They're getting smaller and mm-hmm. lighter. Uh, and you got Long brush chargers. Mm-hmm. You got brushless motors, which are way more powerful. Uh, and it's actually a pretty killer combination. You, it, now, if you're a homeowner and you've, you're living in Jackson, you got a, like a quarter acre lot. I think they're great. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're running a commercial business or something, I, I would say no way. Uh, no. But they're they're awesome for what what you get. Now, the more money you spend. The more you get, uh, yeah. These Ryobis are cheap, but they they work. Uh, but if you want to spend more, get a you know Makita or Milwaukee or something. Those are great too. Okay, so oh, you would yes. say you would say kind of the higher end stuff that normally you would you would poke at mm-hmm. uh, when when thinking of tools. Go ahead and think mm-hmm. that same direction when you're thinking of these battery uh, chainsaws and mm-hmm. stuff. I mm-hmm. noticed that with the cordless tools, the the higher end. They're just better. You know, with the cordless saw, when we cut our vent ridges, oh, yeah. some of the uh, the little Ryobis wouldn't do it. No, the, no. The Makitas and, and, and Milwaukee's, man, they cut just like you got a cord on them. Mm-hmm. And Milwaukee's, uh, a lot of them are made right here in Jackson. Yeah, that's right. Or right here in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. All right, let's let's uh, let's go on to, uh, let's see, who who we need to go to first here? Let's do uh, Jim in uh, Houston. What's going on, Jim? I'm kind of embarrassed. Why are you embarrassed? Can, can we go back to Flint? I know, dude. Flint was amazing, wasn't he? <laughs> I don't want to have to follow him. Right. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, I, my, my problem is, pardon me, I have one of those mowers like the man from, from Fort Worth that doesn't have a choke or a bulb. Uh-huh. And when you start the first time, it blows a whole lot, heck of white smoke out the front. Uh-huh. It's a real great show. <laughs> and then it runs fine from then on, and it cranks when it's hot and all that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. I hadn't been worried about it till I heard you talking about that. Am I doing some kind of damage to my machine? No, I don't think it's anything you've done. Uh, <clears throat> I would guess what's happening is as the mower's sitting, you're having oil creep past your piston rings and settle in the cylinder. 
then when you go to start it, you have to burn that oil off. Uh, and then once it burns off, it clears up. So it's probably just the age of the mower, uh, the condition of the cylinder that's doing that. But one thing, if I were in your shoes, I would keep an eye on would be your oil level because you are going to be burning more oil now. Uh, Keep an eye on your spark plug because you're going to get carbon buildup on your spark plug. And uh, just keep in mind that the more oil you burn, the more carbon deposits you get, the more likely you are to scour the inside of your cylinder, which is going to lead to more oil consumption, and it's going to get so worse all, and worse It's and on worse. a downway path. Yeah, right? unfortunately. Downward. Unfortunately, yeah. It's, it's dying. Yeah, yeah, okay. But just keep an eye on it. And you, okay. you, may, you may get another 10 years out of it. That'll be longer than I last. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> thank right. you very much. You're well, thank you, Benji. Will that somebody good? All right, let's go to Kathleen in Osaka. What's going on, Kathleen? Well, first, tip of the hat to this young man. I'm going to assume he's a young man. He for is. This shop and his attitude. Good. That is the biggest thing. Dell, do you remember that little shop uh, in Magnolia, the old hardware, uh, handy hardware? Oh, yes. Now, you walk in. There's four people that are sitting within five feet of the desk. They, one of them, at least, if not more, will come and say, Miss Kathleen, can we ha- We know you wanted that hose. We have it in. Do you still want it? Mm-hmm. And, look, I don't know if I can load it. Don't worry about that. So-and-so take it to the car. And it's just nice. And it takes a lot of tenacity and a lot of hard work to follow up. And this young man seems to be the knowledge on a lot of subjects, and he's following up. He's Follow Jackson, I'd be in your store, buddy. Thanks, well, Kathleen. You That's nice of you to say. Thank you very much, uh, ma'am. I appreciate it. Uh, let's go ahead and hit, uh, look, hit, listen to me. <laughs> let's go talk to uh, Benji and DeCab real quick. What's going on, Benji? Hey, yes, I have a Troy built uh, fresh washer. Yes, sir. And I got it last year. It works good all last year. You know, first pull, it don't have the uh, primer ball on it. Right. And uh, I pull it out this year. I can't get it started. Uh, and I've been using the uh, non-ethanol gas in it, and uh, I, I, it, it won't even start. I don't know. Well, uh, there could be a couple of things going on. First, what I think you should do is go out and try and start it again. Turn your water on. Make sure your hose is attached, and then turn the like squeeze the trigger on the wand to where it's spraying and hold the trigger down on the spare while you're trying to start it that will unload the pressure off the pump that'll make the engine have less stress on it when it's trying to do a cold start if that doesn't work uh i think i know which model you're talking about get a half inch socket you can drain the bowl uh, on the bottom of the carburetor with that half inch socket drain it for like 20 seconds tighten it back up go to start it again if it's if it didn't get any better, get you a pair of vice grips, put them on the fuel line to close the the fuel flow off. Then take that half inch socket again, completely remove that blast excuse me the brass plug on the bottom of the bowl, take it out, use that guitar string or a twisty tie or something to clean all those holes out, get some carb spray, clean those out, then put it all back together and try it again. If that doesn't work, you find me and call me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right, that sounds like a wet. I appreciate that. Uh, I, I forgot. I, I should have checked the plug too. Maybe it's bad, but it was starting real good when I put it. Yeah, up. it's likely not the plug. A lot of people think like that's the first thing that they check, but it, it, usually it's not. Ninety ninety five percent of the time, it's it's something else. 
I appreciate it, Benji. We appreciate it. Um, let me ask you, Andrew. Now, this is all right. Towards the end of the show here, just a straight up question: Are small engine repairs something that normal people, lay people, should try should do? I don't know. That's a hard <laughs> thing to answer. Uh, if you've got tools and a and a and a camera on your phone, because uh-huh. you're going to need to take pictures of the way things were t- before you started trying to take them apart. Right. If you can problem solve and take pictures along the way and have the right tools to take it apart and you have access to the Internet or you can get YouTube on YouTube videos. and watch somebody else do it, right. watch it a couple of times, certainly, yeah, go for it. Worst you can do is have to bring it to a professional. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Save all the parts. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. if you do get a part. Yeah, I get these people that bring me a bag of parts and say, I don't even, I'm not even going to tell you what I did. Here, right. fix this. <laughs> That uh, that that's what I'm wondering about. So, like, if I've got this weed eater, like I said, my cheap weed eater, and I look at it, it's not cranking, and I've done everything you know that I know to do, which is you know, bang it on the left twice and once on the right, something like that. Uh, and if it's not working, so I can take the plastic part off the top and kind of look at it and yeah, see sure. what's going on. Sure, <laughs> that's all we'll be doing is looking, right? <laughs> Okay, and just don't bring it to me that somebody else worked on it and they're like zip ties holding things together and oh I don't know what he did here that then it, that that's bad right okay right. <laughs> so when do you know it's time for a new lawnmower straight up when oh. it's not cranking yeah when you <laughs> when you've had it for fifteen years and now it's not cranking you're like this is going to cost me a lot how much does a new mower cost okay uh, yeah. so so it's just a, a cost estimate really in my, in my okay. head that's that's how I kind of make those decisions but okay it depends it, on your personality. The, Time and money. Uh, I don't like to waste either one of those. All right. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, there we go, folks. An entire show. One shot. Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Liz Gill. For Del Moore and Jeff Simmons and Andrew Hitchcock, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for our Wednesday 10 a.m. program, Everyday Tech, and join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio. 